What's going on, everyone? I hope that everyone has an incredible week and you're getting ready to kick off another great weekend. Well, I'm your host, Zach Shoe Shoemaker, and I'm at my home in Gilbert, Arizona, and I'm excited for what we have in store today, as you get to hear from another one of the great Comic Magic players in Paris Dawson. The fourth episode of this great series is incredible, trust me. You're not going to miss it, and you're not going to miss what I've got in store for you guys. There's still many great Comic Magic stars that come on, so make sure to go and follow me at Twitter and Instagram at Zach Shoemaker to stay up to date on Shoes Views and my show on YouTube, The Breakdown, and other new announcements coming up on about my YouTube channel. That being said, though, I think we should hop right in. I'm blessed to be able to welcome on one of the best defenders in not only California, but the entire country. He's gearing up to lead Corona Centennial in his senior season after finishing up his final AAU season with Compton Magic. The 2020 recruit is also preparing to announce where he'll be playing his college basketball at as he prepares to announce his decision on October 25th. That being said, I'm excited to introduce Paris Dawson to the fourth episode of the Conch Magic series. How are you doing today, bro? I'm doing good. How are you? Pretty good. We gotta kick this off right now. Just talking about your commitment and your recruiting update. Give us an update on that. I know you just updated your top three, but originally it was your top five. So talk about that and why those five schools were originally in there and what really stood out about those five programs. Well, my top five is Southern Utah, Sacramento State, uh, University of Portland, Portland State, and Seattle U. And uh, basically, uh, all of those, they're really major cities besides really Southern Utah, but uh, everything about the school, uh, I love the coaching staff, um, the progression of the records of uh, the four schools at uh, Sacramento State, Portland State, um, Seattle U, and uh, Southern Utah. Their progression has been really crazy throughout the years from the new coaches they just got that are recruiting me. So it was it, that was really a big part of uh, putting them in my top five and getting ready to uh, announce my decision soon. You look at it, they're obviously none of them are like super big schools, but they're all schools that you see guys that can obviously come out of them and still be very great players and have a chance of playing professional basketball. Obviously, I think with modern media and then seeing guys like John Moran, a lot of these guys come out of them. I mean, it's definitely a huge thing. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. What would you say is the biggest fact you really want from a college that's going to help influence you? Basically seen is like a family structure, the people around the city and area, um, the students, the fans, everything about it. So I try to do my research on everything as far as that. And then especially the players, because it's kind of it's going to have to be like a brotherhood when I go and play with them every mm -hmm. night. That's always a key thing, because being able to have a close knit family group, being able to go to battle for four years is a huge thing. Yeah, very key. Will teaming up with anyone impact your decision, or is there anyone you've been talking to about possibly teaming up at one of the schools? Uh, so, really, uh, I do think that teaming up will impact my decision. I actually know one of my uh, old teammates from AU basketball in middle school, uh, Kimani Hode. He just actually committed to Portland State uh, mm -hmm. recently, a couple weeks ago. And um, I know of other people that are at the schools that uh, I'm looking at right now as far as that uh, – like Rip uh, at Seattle U, and then it's a couple of people that I know of at Sacramento State and Portland State that I have really good connections with. I think really just teaming up with guys now is becoming more and more popular because you just get that chemistry from club, from just knowing each other from high school ball, whatever it might be, and then you just are able to go put it on the court. And obviously, you guys start off with the chemistry, which is obviously just an advantage. You see so much more of this teaming up, and just knowing Kamani, I mean, that's obviously going to be a great teammate. I mean, he's always someone that 
is that fun athletic guy to play with where you can throw it up to him and he goes to work and grabs it and goes down or really just opens up the court for you and spaces out because you know he's athletic and get to the rim at any given time. Oh, yeah, most definitely. What's it like seeing some of your other friends, obviously, not just with Compton and high school ball, but just friends you've gained from camps and just playing basketball that they don't see them go out now and commit and live out the same dream that you're experiencing. What's it like seeing them be able to embrace that same experience? It's crazy just seeing uh, all the hard work we have put in throughout uh, our entire years and stuff and, you know, playing at the stage that we've been dreaming of, watching, you know, March Madness, uh, tournament games, big-time games on national TV. So it's crazy to think that it's our time now. Definitely. When you guys are all able to go put on the court and play with each other, play against each other, it's going to be a great memory to always have with each other. Yep. As we talked about a little earlier now, you have narrowed down to your top three, which is Portland State, Seattle U, and Sacramento State. So talk about those three schools and where your decision, where you're kind of leaning at right now, and what it looks like for your upcoming decision. I would say really just the relationship that I have with the uh, coaches, the coaching staff. I think that's what's going to be the biggest thing in the recruitment process for those three. And then having the impact of the players, uh, you know, being in my ear and stuff, it will really help out too. Absolutely. Obviously, this is a huge decision in your life. And is there anyone that has kind of guided you or helped let you see or give you ideas in terms of where you should go? It's my decision, but I am getting advice from Coke, Ray, Dominique Dunning, my sister, since she played college basketball, actually at Sacramento State, my parents, and then my brothers and uh, Coach Giles. At the end of the day, of course, it is your decision. That's obviously what you're going to be spending the next four years at. But being able to get that insight and that help from so many different people that's experienced that is awesome because you don't know exactly everything. You get so much more insight. You get to see what other people's ideas and thoughts are. So when you're able to take all that in, because you got so much experience between your sister playing, obviously Compton Magic does this year in and year out with so many players in terms of knowing what's the best fit for you. So when you're able to go and you make sure that this is the right place for you for the next four years, it's incredible and it truly does benefit you long term. Yeah, most definitely. Obviously, the big day of Decision Day is coming up October 25th, but is there a reason you chose October 25th? It's actually five days after my last official visit, which is to Sacramento State on uh, the 18th uh, through the 20th. So when I get back, I'll probably know where, I'm, where I'll be going. So then I'm just going to give it five days, relax, uh, take it all in, make sure it's the right decision, and then announce it that day. You've now gone on two official visits with both Portland State and Seattle U. Obviously, you have one more, but talk about the two you've gone so far and what you really like and what stands out about those two programs. Seattle U, the city is amazing. Uh, it's basically like the same thing at Portland. Both cities are great, great cities. It reminds me kind of of, of a home feeling because I used to live by the beach, so the gloominess and stuff, it just reminds me of home, just being there. And then uh, everything about the coaching staff, and on both sides, uh, their facilities, the ADs, the uh, academic advisors, everything, just the entire staff is just a family. So it's, it's definitely going to be a tough decision out of those three schools, but especially mm. those two. What are you looking forward to having your final visit be with Sacramento State? Uh, so my final visit Sacramento State, probably just taking it all in because knowing it's my last visit, trying to get every little detail out of coaches, the organization, players, things like that. So then that way I get a great feel for everything. And, you know, trying to get the full experience because they're actually bringing me up on homecoming day. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So when you finally do get a lace up and you get a first step foot on a college court, 
what would the fans and coaching staff expect to be able to see from you? A fast-paced game for me. Playing physical, tough defense, trying to stop the best offensive player, offensive guard, anything you want me to uh, defend, I'll be there. A person that can knock down shots, lead the team, things like that. And then my main thing is really just getting out there and playing, trying to help my team win. Absolutely. You're like that Draymond kind of leader where you always are like, you never run out of energy. I mean, you're consistently picking up guys full court and just always want to put the pressure on them and you're able to create a lot of turnovers. And then, like you said, knock down big shots and just keep the energy high. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. So it was just, I guess it was just a habit when I was younger, uh, growing up because my dad was a coach. Well, he Mm -hmm. coached me for years. Uh, So, you know, him being a coach, I had to push myself. I had to be the hardest worker out there. I couldn't just get stuff handed to me. Absolutely. What are you most excited for when you first get a step foot on a college court? I would say the atmosphere, uh, the fans, then just embracing it, embracing mm-hmm. the experience because, you know, not everybody gets ex- this experience. And, you know, I get to play against some of the best players in the world at that point. No doubt. Let's jump in and start talking about Compton Magic now. You finished up your AAU career with Compton, obviously. So talk about why you first decided to go and play for Compton. Actually, when I first attended Centennial, I didn't know where I was going to go play uh, AAU basketball at. I had just got done with uh, Cali Boost, but the uh, team kind of split up, so everyone went their own way. And then uh, Tope actually contacted my dad and ended up picking me up, so I played with six teams that year. And ever since, I just loved it. Back when you first started attending Centennial, there were two other Compton Magic guys and DJ Davis and Jalen Clark. Talk about that and what impact did they have in terms of influencing you to go and play for Compton Magic? Uh, yes, most definitely. Uh, with Jalen, Jalen used to always talk about it with me. And then actually, he played with Alan McBride on the team, Cali Boost, and he actually went to Compton Magic with me, but he played on the uh, select team. So. Okay. Yeah, it was really an influence all types of ways with uh, the team. But it, it was it was a really good experience, especially since a lot of Centennial players have played for underneath Tope for Compton Magic. So it was kind of a no-brainer also. And when you see the Compton Magic brand, just want you on the team as a huge honor and recognition because they're one of the most elite prestigious club teams in all the country. So, I mean, being able to put on that jersey is a huge thing. Yeah, most definitely. You mm-hmm. have a target on your back at all times. No doubt. What would you say has been your favorite memory from your time there? Hanging out with the guys. Everybody's really cool on the team. So, you know, uh, especially our team bonding things when we would be in the hotel, uh, playing video games or, you know, going to the movies with each other or, you know, supporting all the other teams while they're playing. So that's for sure my best memories about it. Talk about some of the teammates that you've kind of grown with the Magic organization that came along with you. Chabuzo, Alpo, uh, Jalen Clark. I actually grew up playing with them. I actually grew up playing with uh, Chabuzo first. I played with him in fifth grade, and then we had kind of told Tope, can you uh, go get him? And then uh, he came over to Compton Magic in the 16, at 16 and under level uh, last year and played with us in uh, New York for the first time. So it was a good experience, especially to get him on the team with me again. Jalen Clark, I grew up with him uh, ever since the second, third grade. I've been playing against him, so it was already a bond between both of us. What is it, though, that separates Compton from everyone else? Compton Magic is a brand builder. 
an individual brand builder for all of us. Um, they help us out in so many ways as far as uh, getting college coaches to call us, um, getting them to contact us, uh, getting people on our line to come watch us, anything like that. They're there for it. Uh, Tope wants us to look the best, so he supports us throughout everything. Uh, we can contact him about anything. And all the coaches are in with it. It's not just Tope. So it's from the 15th coach to the 14th to the 16th to the 17th, all types of levels. You could contact anybody, and they're willing to help you in any type of way. I think that's so evident because you look at it, they obviously they've had so much success with getting players to the professional leagues, not just playing professional, but especially in the NBA. And you see them always staying in, in touch and engaged with the players, help benefiting and supporting them throughout the rest of their careers in whatever field it might be, giving them other jobs to bring them back and come back into the conference magic organization. Guys like Jordan Bell, you see them going and supporting him at different games and stuff still. I mean, just such a great thing where they not only invest in you while you're with them in high school, but from there on, from the rest of your life, you're pretty much set with them and they're always going to be there and support you. Yeah. What would you say has been the biggest thing you've worked on this offseason with Compton? biggest thing I had to work on was my shooting and being more aggressive as far as scoring because I know a lot of coaches were looking at that and told, would tell me like yeah dude you need to be more aggressive you need to look for your shot knock it down uh you know keep doing your defensive thing but we need you to do this too so we could be successful and you could be successful as well there's really not a better opportunity than what you're going to be able to do this upcoming year. Obviously, you're the lead guy, not Chrono Centennial. A couple guys transferred away, but you've now moved to the top of the chain where you're the go-to guy. You're going to be the leading scorer. You're going to be the everything. You're the star of the team. Talk about that and what you're really excited for this upcoming year, being the star and the leader of the team. I'm very excited for the young guys. We have a lot of young guys that are really willing to learn. They're not all the way there yet, but they will get there. They'll get better as the season goes on. Um, I know I'm going to have to score. I know I might be getting double teams and stuff, but I know they'll be there to help me. That's awesome. Why did you originally decide to go attend Corona Centennial? Actually, I was originally going to go to Modern Day High School, but uh, some things happened there. So I ended up going to Centennial. We actually contacted Jalen Clark and uh, got – uh, Coach Yao's number went up to the school and talked to him and then that's when I knew I was going there after that so uh, when that happened it was basically just kind of almost a last minute thing. Okay and then DJ came along with you also and talk about that and how your guys relationship kind of grew as the time went on playing with each other obviously not just at Centennial but also with Compton. We started off um, actually in the fifth grade playing with each other uh, with City Stars. So we've been there 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth, and then uh, when 10th grade came around when I went to Centennial, that's when everything changed and then we got to really know each other better and better because we're around each other every day at that point. So mm -hmm. everything everything was great. Uh, our relationship as uh, teammates and as uh, friends. We could talk to each other about a lot of stuff. So that was really good. Became closer like a brotherhood. I'm always been able to create those friendships that will last forever. It's part of the biggest, coolest things about playing basketball. Yeah, most definitely. Three years are in the books now of your high school career. So how would you say you'd sum up those first three seasons? My first three years were crazy. So actually, my first year, I was homeschooled for freshman year. So um, I didn't get a chance to play in high school. Basketball, I only played AAU basketball. 
Then uh, my next year, I went to Centennial. It was an up and down year, I would say, for us. We were a really young team with uh, the three sophomores, me, Jalen, and DJ leading the team along the way. But we played a lot of senior heavy teams that gave us some fights. But then when we got to our junior year, we started clicking. And then we only lost six games, but it was to three teams, which was Sierra Canyon, Rancho Christian, and Modern Day. So we came a long way from sophomore to junior year, especially to being one of the top teams in California and the country. Obviously losing DJ and Jalen are big components to your roster from last year, but how would you say at being a young team, your expectations are going to be for this upcoming season? My expectations still haven't changed for our team. Um, I know they could do something really special, especially the young guys that we have. Um, I know that I'm, I'm going to have to do my part, though, to help them out as far as leading them, uh, showing them certain things that they haven't seen. Uh, and Coach Giles, I know, will put them out there in the toughest battle. So then that way they're ready for playoffs and uh, league. I'm looking forward for us to be a top 10 team probably by the end of all of this. Wow, that's big time. I do you think your role changed mostly from last year to this upcoming season? Last year, I was more of, I guess they had me more of like a third string type of player. Um, so I was like the third man uh, as far as scoring came. But Coach Jazz has moved me up among the ranks after I just kept putting in work in the gym and things like that. So as time went on, next thing you know, my percentages were increasing throughout the season. And then next thing I know, I was up as shooting guard, and basically I was getting more and more shots a game. And then uh, this year, I'm definitely going to have to have a huge role as far as scoring, uh, defending the best players, rebounding, assisting, uh, basically doing everything to help my team win. Is there anything else you'd say would kind of be like your second best player or someone else that's going to help lead you, or will it be a majority of the guys? It's going to be a majority of the guys. We should definitely go in uh, deep on the bench, I feel like probably about four or five people deep. So we might go a five-man rotation. So it should be really good for us this year as far as getting out, getting up and down the court competing versus all the top teams. No doubt. For you, would you say there's any personal goals for this upcoming season? Trying to win league MVP, trying to get all-county team for Riverside County. And I definitely want the team to be – CIF champions, uh, either even if it's Southern section or if it's state champions. I'd rather it be both, but either one is really, I'm really good with either one because I know we have a young team. So, you know, it's going to be mistakes made throughout the season from them, but then it's all a learning process for them right now. They still have years to go, but, you know, this is my last year, so I want to make it the best. Absolutely. Obviously, you could be easily set up to have a breakout season and really destroy this year. So let's say something like that came and a lot of big-time offers started to come your way. Would there be any chance of you possibly reconsidering wherever you commit, or would it be pretty much locked in once you decide on October 25th? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll be locked in because at that point, these schools were with me from the beginning of all of this. They believed in me, so you know what? I got to believe in them, and I feel like that's really big. It's it's a respect thing between me and the school that I choose. Be able to have that loyalty is obviously something that carries you from here on out. Oh, yeah, most definitely. In one year, where do you want to see yourself as a player? In one year, I want to see myself getting stronger, faster, shooting the ball better uh, from deeper range, uh, handling, get my ball handling better, 
And then my main thing will probably be my leadership skills. I want to see it grow tremendously throughout the season. It's good right now, but I want it to be the top, the best. Before I let you go, I'd like to wrap up with two final questions. The first one being, who would you say has been your biggest role model in your life? My biggest role model in my life is probably my brother and my dad. Uh, my brother, Jamar, he played football in high school. So uh, growing up, actually watching him, he used to always take me down on the field during uh, his high school football games. Um, so growing up with him, I was I wanted to be by his side all the time. And then uh, my dad also, uh, him teaching me the game of basketball. And I will also say my sister had a big part in it as well because I started playing basketball just because of her. And she used to always beat me all the time. But, you know, I had to had to keep going at her, uh, even though she used to kick my butt. But it, it all paid out at the end. Whenever family can have such a key influence in your life in terms of pursuing you and helping you to get to the place you want, but also just having a great understanding of what you want to do and how you want to do that in terms of pushing you in different sports like basketball and having the experience that they can help then influence you is just an awesome thing that can obviously guide you to let down your path and get to the goals that you want to reach. Yes, most definitely. Finally, I would like to talk about faith, and that's an important thing in my life. So how would you say God has helped impacted you to this point? God has been a tremendous help. Um, I feel like everything happens for a reason. So, you know, when you uh, lose some games, it just wasn't meant to be. That's how I look at it. Um, maybe it was the other team's time. Maybe, you know, it's going to be your time next. You don't know. So, But you never know until you try it again. So that's how I look at everything that uh, he puts in my way. It's like an obstacle. He's just mm -hmm. make, He just wants me to overcome it. Absolutely. I think there's so many things that God, like you said, puts in our way that just makes us stronger at the end of the day. I mean, you never know. It could be great things. It could be things that kind of set you off a different path for a little bit. But at the end of the day, when you're able to come back and be on that straight line path that God has set for us, it's an awesome road to be on. Yes, most definitely. Well, it's definitely great having you on today, bro. Best of luck this upcoming season. I'm excited to hear about your commitment. And best of luck, obviously, in college and from there on out. All right. Thank you. Uh, no problem. God bless. All right. Compton Magic Series Episode 4 is now in the books. And trust me, you're not going to miss a single one of these episodes. As there's so much more talent coming on, Jalen Clark, you're not going to miss hearing from him. you got Quinn and Webb, you've got Zion Sutton, Mikey Williams, because Johnny Wright, Dylan Andrews, DJ Davis might be hopping back up on this episode too for a later re-release. You're not going to miss a single one of these episodes. So make sure to go and follow me as Zach Schumacher on both Twitter and Instagram to stay up to date. Along with that though, you're not going to miss hearing and seeing the show on my YouTube, The Breakdown, where I talk, break down some of the best players, mixtapes with the player. Trust me, you're not going to miss hearing from that. I'm going to get that show back up and going soon, possibly release on Wednesday, but make sure to follow me to stay up to date on that. Now, no matter what podcast platform you might be listening to this on, make sure to go comment, like, subscribe, give a five-star review, whatever you can to continue the great Shoes Views movement. I truly do appreciate you guys. With that being said, Shoes out. Everyone will be the light of God, and God bless. Thank you.